Welcome to Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we're talking about when we're talking about faith. For today's episode, we're joined by our friend Leslie Gregory to discuss the book A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. She tells us about her journey into the book and how it inspired her to share this work with others. Welcome to Round Hill Radio. I'm Leslie. I'm Ed. And I'm this Leslie. is also Leslie. Hi. Hi. We've reached today. max capacity of Leslie's. <laughs> it's good. Any, any more than two and the universe combusts. <laughs> let's so, just keep it. Let's at, just keep it at, keep it at two. Let's not test, test the universe today. So we're talking about this fantastic book. Would you intro the book a little bit for us, Ed? I'd be happy to. I was introduced to this book by Leslie, so I'm really grateful for that. It's called A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose by Eckhart Tolle. It's been around for about 12 years and has been fantastically popular, certainly helped by Oprah Winfrey, who did a lot of great work with it, uh, did a series with Eckhart Tolle, which has made the book even more accessible to actually millions of readers across the world. Mm -hmm. And Leslie, how did you come across this book? It was a long journey. And to be honest, I don't think that it's what this book was handed to me two years ago if I would have been open to it. Um, We as a family went through a rough patch last year. A whole year really blew up. And in the midst of that, I was led to mindfulness, which is something that was not, did not exist in my life. The word did not exist in my vocabulary. And through that practice, I was led to Eckhart Tolle. And this book specifically was the first of his two books that I read. Mm-hmm. And this book was so needed in my life at that time. And I think I was, because it was cracked wide open, I, could, I let the light shine through, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I was much more open to what was always been here, I guess to say the least um so mindfulness led me to this um and this has now been read in my life i would say six or seven times in the past year wow truly and 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 a consumption level that nothing i've ever read or listened to or thought about more than this book and it has really been life-changing in every way I just want to jump in with a quick question because one of the things you told me when you gave it to me is that it's not an easy read. It's pretty dense, but you've been through it six plus times. Um, you know, can, was there one really powerful thing about the book that made you kept, you know, sort of brought you back again and again, can you say, or was it? One is tricky, but I will say this is the first time I've ever read something that really broke me apart. Hmm. And I was in a place in my life where I was ready to be broken apart and fix the small things that needed to put me back together. Mm -hmm. So I would say non-resistance to life Hmm. and being number one in life and everything. Non-resistance to not sleeping. Non-resistance to things not going your way. Non-resistance to any, any number of things. I think that would be the number one principle that I took out of this. Number two... The universe, I'm not a, I don't know what spirituality is, to be honest. Like I really, you and I have talked about this, Ed. Mm-hmm. I really, truly had no idea. And I would listen to Ed every Sunday and I was so happy I found this church family and I, it resonated with, with me every Sunday what the sermons were. And, and then I read this book and I was like, oh my gosh, I have been missing half of this. I've been missing this, the underlying layer of what religion is to me and why it means something in my life. Mm-hmm. And this kind of explained it to me. So I think... Like I said, there's a lot of different reasons why this book really resonated, but it really was a time in my life where 
I was ready to learn about myself. I was ready to do the hard work, dig into what was wrong, dig into why, like, the girl who has everything was not happy for a countless numbers of reasons. And I think, I don't know, like, the universe kind of threw it in my lap at the right time, at the right place, and thankfully I was open to it. So mm-hmm. it was really amazing. It, it still continues to bring, like true discovery about myself every single day honestly wow. seven times in <laughs> amazing so for someone like me who has not read the book and i've only heard about it sort of peripherally through our conversations around here because you guys are in the midst of a book club with it in our mm-hmm. congregation um for someone like me who doesn't know anything about it but feels like from your description like i'm i'm already intrigued i'm already hooked what can i expect when i'm reading it? like what am i what's the What's the language? What's the story? What's the entry point for this? Hmm. Ed, feel free to jump in at any point. (laughs) Literally, it's like, these are the things that are wrong with the collective world right now. Uh And this is how we can reclaim what we're doing. Like, what is this all about? And that's such a generalized question and a horrible way to describe this book. No, I love that. But is, what is my life? Like, why am I here? Mm -hmm. What are we doing why I, to give it a very personal example about this, I am a very end goal, end game, winning, winner trajectory in my life. I started, my parents never went to college. I was the first one to go to college. I, when I was really focused on making a career out of my life and being the best in Manhattan, being the best in this, best, the best, best. So I really moved through life with a goal. And then I would achieve it in the next goal. And then I had kids and my world blew up because... I was like, what is your goal with children? Like, what does that even mean mm. as a mother? Mm-hmm. So the transition from being a 100% career-driven woman into motherhood was a very, really weird and difficult one for me because there is no goal. And what I realized through someone's, my husband's comment, actually, he actually asked me out on a date night one night, and I said, I feel bad leaving the kids. And he's like, why? You're with them 24-7. That Literally, they don't leave you. And then I took a step back and I was like, wow, this is a real problem. How do I feel guilty about taking some time to be with my husband when I actually physically and logistically with the kids 24 seven? Right. Because I was never there. I was planning dinner, I was planning tomorrow, I was packing backpacks, I was doing laundry, I was, and it, it's all these things that seem very mundane and like life necessary things, but it, it took me out of every day with the kids. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Wow. There's a, a comment that I'm, or a, a quotation I'm thinking about as you're talking, and I think you're describing this really beautifully because it's not an easy book to capture, right? Um, but there's a, a line of poetry that's, we had the experience, but we missed the meaning. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's a little bit of what you're describing. Mm-hmm. And also there's this ongoing, Eckhart Tolle talks a lot about what's going on in the mind. The mind is just constantly, mm-hmm. compulsively thinking and rethinking all the time. And as a result of that, we're often missing the thing we want to be enjoying that's right in front of us. So part of it is this allowing ourselves to move away from that compulsiveness into a deeper state of awareness. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say one other thing I thought you also said beautifully about, um, you know, there's the sense that the world is off track. People's lives are out of alignment. And maybe people still feel that they don't have a sense of purpose or deep meaning. And he addresses that right away in the mm-hmm. book. He starts off by saying, we're, we're out of whack. And 
you know, the earth around us is mirroring back to us mm -hmm. how badly out of alignment we are. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, the way we love ourselves, or I might say don't love ourselves, is being reflected in what mm -hmm. we see about the earth, right? We've simply reflected that back onto the earth. So I think that's, uh, those are very powerful points that he makes. Well, I'm already like, how soon can are it get hooked? to me? How soon can I order this yeah. and start reading it immediately? Download the audiobook today. today. I love a good, I have an audiobook credit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, I have, so we're actually recording this a few weeks early because we're, we're planners now in the podcast. Getting ahead of things. We try. Um, so this is actually before your book club is officially kicked off. So what are you hoping to experience? What are you hoping to share through this book club? I can only speak personally to how this book has affected me. And when I ran into coffee hour and threw it in Ed's face, <laughs> literally. And this really dense this book. This actually happened. I walked into coffee hour. I said, Ed, you have to read this book. And he's like, what does it mean? And I was like, I don't know. Just read it, please. And let's talk about it sometime. That was, what, a year ago? I don't even know. Eight months ago? About, yeah. And this... It took me a while to read it. It's okay. It's, it's, not, it's, not, like, <laughs> it's not a light vacation read by any means. But something really changed in me. And one thing that he speaks about is that when you become aligned with who you are and what your purpose is, and when he says purpose, I don't mean this like... My purpose is to build a company and have a healthy family. It's not an actual verbatim. Mm -hmm. It is literally to exist in this beautiful place, in this beautiful life that we have, mm -hmm. and move along with the universe. And that is something that I could not have heard a year ago. Mm -hmm. But once I started living like that, he also says, um, and this happened to me very truly in many occasions, that you start listening and you create space in your life to listen to what's happening in the world. You get clues all the time that mm. you are living in alignment with what you're supposed to do. And believe me, this every day that I am living in the moment and living in the way that I need to be and letting Francis take a 45-minute smell on a flower and where I'm just <laughs> staying staying with it, Yeah, yeah. the clues great. are insurmountable. I mean, every day, even with business, business has changed. Like Life has changed. My marriage has changed. My friendships have changed. And in such a profound manner that I hope somebody can take this book, dig into themselves, be very honest, because this is pointless if you're just going to say, oh, yeah, I'm super enlightened. We all can <laughs> learn something very small about ourselves. I had a lot to learn. But I, somebody could take one thing away by creating space in your life to make sure that you're getting it. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how to say that better. I didn't get it. And I'm, I'm working every day to get it more. Mm -hmm. better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, that sounds like I think so many of us can do that. I think about some days I get to the end of the day, I put on my pajamas and I get in bed and I feel like, didn't I just get out of bed? Mm -hmm. Like, did I just, the day happened mm -hmm. and I know I was there. We had the experience. Mm -hmm. But, but, but did we? Right. Yeah. You know, I feel I missed the whole thing. Yeah. I did the things I had to do. I did what my to-do list told me to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But was I really like I've, you know, I look back and I missed whole swatches of yeah. time. Mm -hmm. I don't remember 6 months of my children's life. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. Because I was just executing, executing, executing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sad, but in the in a way that all of this had to come, like this precipice in my life had to happen for me to totally crumble. And now I'm here at 37, thankfully, and I'm so grateful that I found this now in my life, 
that I can now live the rest of my life every day as though I'm here. Right. Mm. It's in never a too different late, way. Right? It's and, not too late. And it's a gift you're sharing with your family, with your friends, yeah. with me, you know, with Sorry, others. Sorry, forcefully. Uh, <laughs> Just no. throwing books at people. I love it. Smack me in the head. <laughs> well, I was telling Leslie after I started. So I also had the experience of listening to this book as opposed to reading it, which I think was uh, interesting. I had a long, long drive in the car. And so that gave me a, a bit of a head start. And then I finished it off by reading. Now I'm reading it for the second time. Um, I've found it so helpful also on a very personal level in this sense of it, it's a book that I think makes us has the potential to make us very aware of who we are and what it is about our lives that may be pulling us away from our authentic self. And that can be difficult. I think it can be painful, but it also has the potential to be liberating. Mm -hmm. And he's, uh, Eckhart Tolle is interesting because he doesn't really uh, base himself in any one spiritual tradition. So in that sense, he's reaching out to all the traditions when he has to and wants to. And he's very conversant with them, which is, it's nice to, it to encounter that in the book. It's sort of, he's a universal spirit. And I think that links well with the time. Um, I, I heard someone say once in response to the challenges we face about the globe, we now all live at one address. We all share the mm -hmm. same address. Mm -hmm. And that's planet Earth. And so he is very unembarrassed about saying that he wants to start a global revolution mm -hmm. of consciousness. He wants people to wake up. And I think the book has the capacity to do that. And I'm finding, reading it through the second time, interestingly enough, it feels really easy to read. So maybe that part of my struggle reading it the first time was more about me than it was the book. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he writes well. Right. And so it's not an issue of, you know, his use of language. It's more an issue of, of taking in what he's trying to do. Yeah, you were saying a, a resistance. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mostly. Like yeah. People may sometimes resist that. So we're going to, it'll be interesting because we've created this process now, several sessions for people to read the book. We're going to put materials online as we go along. So those will be on the roundhillcommunitychurch.org website so that people can dig into this. Even if they haven't had a chance to come to the book group, they can still be introduced to the book. And I think we're going to be using it, uh, referring to it in podcasts, sermons, newsletter messages going forward. I think it's got a lot of opportunity to be communicated in lots of forms well i better get started reading then <laughs> i better get, get cracking <laughs> get now. cracking i have homework <laughs> thank you for the homework <laughs> anytime i appreciate it i'm a mom I'm looking forward. What I'm here for. <laughs> well thank you so much for spending this time with us leslie we so yeah, appreciate thank you for having cool. me and thank you to everybody who is joining or allowed me to throw this book in your lap <laughs> it really um i hope it brings you as much joy as it brought me mm. amen to that amen Thanks for listening. Round Hill Radio is brought to you by the members and friends of Round Hill Community Church. You can find more episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, and roundhillcommunitychurch.org.